à chơi hả nè muốn chơi muốn chơi muốn chơi chú đồ chơi không got strawberries and whipped cream and crepe I love it delicious all over all over For for the audience, I'm recording. MK, just tell me whatever you want me to pause at all. But um, this, I mean, let's hearing... roll with it. Let's roll, roll with it. it wherever we're at, even if it's a five minute podcast. I'm down for that. It's all good. Just here to, even within that five minutes, just here to honor the the Nguyen family over here. MK Nguyen, Bolden Nguyen. It's a it's Bolden Fan Quan. Um, they took Fan on Quan. uh Papa's Baba's last name. You're done. Oh all right, gosh. cool. Now I'm on a, uh, I'm having a conversation with you two. You just heard the sweet, uh, melodic renditions of Bolden Fan Guang, Fan Guang, showing us their toy, their little robot toy, and very cute stuff. But the guest of honor today, celebrating her solo return, as as folks might call it, astrologically, the sun going around again is MK Nguyen. Wow, look at that face that y'all can't see because this is a podcast. It's great. It's beaming. Big beams. Big Taurus beams. Wow. Yeah, real quick. Anja. Dangang baya, ang oatmeal. White chia seeds. Oatmeal and chia seeds, anything else? I mean, I use milk instead of water if that's like any different. You put butter in it? I said milk. Oh, tr- no, no, butter? yes, yes, butter. Uh, milk is good. And then, do you ever put butter in your oatmeal? Now I gotta. Now you're telling me. Now I gotta. Yeah. Is that okay, Stokely? Hi, Stokely. Okay. Bolden just. Oh, hey, hey, Stokely. Remember? You can't go outside because you like going on the streets. <laughs> Child lives for danger. I love it. Libra, chaos and charm, all day long. <laughs> like literally, uh, gravitate to the alley and gravitate to the street. And that's just how they do it. I didn't realize Libras were, were uh, uh, adventure seekers like that. I mean, aren't they trying to always seek balance? Oh, yeah, you're right. live in an uncertain and tumultuous world right now. Yeah, a world true. rife with chaos and crisis. It's true. Praise our so in order to find that balance and that harmony, you got, you got to traverse a lot of places to figure out how to calibrate it, right? That's true. That's true. But that's, but that's where they're at. Let me close the gate so that people don't... Yay! Yay! <laughs> Shut down ice. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. All right. So... I hope I don't die on you. I have eight. I have eight percent. It looks like on this. Oh, it's Holy. 6% now. Damn it. Hey, Bolden, Stokely, you want to go inside? Okay, let's go inside. Cause you're hot. Yeah, it's really warm out today. Yeah, it's getting there. We're gonna mobilize. Okay. Thank you so much, pretty cute, cute babies. Cute babies. Hi, Stokely. Say hi, Tui. Yeah, Tui. Say hi, baby. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you tired? No. Okay. Just introverted. I hear you. I feel that. <gasps> no, bud. You could do art. Yeah. Where's your Where's your sketchbook? Go get it. Hi. 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 Bolden loves, or Stokely loves, loves, loves art. That's good. Hell yeah, that's good. Good thing to love. Like, yes. Yes, really not. What if you had a child who hated art? What would you do, MK? Oh, so sad. <laughs> it's like, our relationship would be strained. I got, I would have my work cut out for me, which I actually do. So all, the whole thing around empathy. Oh, it's a big lesson for one of them in this house. And then... For the other one, they're like hyper empathetic. Also, for the audience, we're just walking around the MK household. Uh, MK is getting doing the thing, holding, holding, holding. Yeah. 
Okay, we're gonna try to do this in here, okay? We'll see how long Bolden will let us do our thing. All right. Okay. Please be I gracious and generous, Bolden, if you if you can. It's just so nice because they're they're getting older. They're nineteen. They're working towards nineteen months. Next week will be nineteen months. That's wild. Oh, yeah. So they have um they just have more autonomy. Like they could do more things with their bodies. And we can we like communicate with birds and I mean it's just like it's um God, it is a lot more simpler or easier than like a, just like a few months ago or last year or when it was just this little thing couldn't do nothing without me, right? All right, Tree. Let's get on with it, man. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, hi, MK. Who are you? Who are you? Holy snaps. Who am I? No, 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 no. I take it back. I take it back. I'm so I sorry. Like... <laughs> Sag energy just coming in with too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, tell me about Sag energy. Uh, we're wild, we're jokey, Some we un, we're unfiltered, whatever's on our mind comes out of our mouths. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the main stuff. Oh, do you know about Rocky Rivera from Beat Rock Productions? I've heard the name. Let me look it up. Tell me about him. Rocky is the shit. But um, I think Rocky is Sagittarius and definitely lives up to that energy. Like, just a phenomenal-ass human being. <laughs> I don't know Rocky personally, but I'm just like, damn. Um, oh, okay. Rapper, writer, author, and mom of two says their Patreon. Chris DeLeon. That's right. Cool. Yeah, she, the fact she's been around for a while. So, just wanted to convene with you since, I mean, we were trying to get a, a date set and then we punted it. And I was like, let's do Thursday. It's like, oh, it's your birthday. Look at that. So, why not? Um, and so, I want folks, since we're in, since this podcast is called uh, Generic Leftist Asian APIDA <laughs> in the mid Midwest, as I, I like, it's it's a long overdue that you're, you're, you say some words on this podcast that I started, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to honor your Sag energy, right? And then, and I want to go to my learning edge because oftentimes I'm like, people ask me about to audit myself, and I'm like, ah, nah! right? I feel that. Mm -hmm. You know, I get stressed out when I have to be consumptive to other people. Um, mm -hmm. so here, here, take this. Yeah, yeah. Ask your brush there, Bolden. Yeah. Um, so I am, what am I? Well, let's start with my name, like Mary Kim Lan Nguyen, right? So I am named after the, after the biblical version Mary and who, in, like, who performed the impossible, right? Of like birthing a child while maintaining her virginity, right? So I'm named after her. I'm named after my dad's first love. Who is not my mother um that's, that's odd okay it's interesting right they have never given me a satisfactory response as to why that was the case um but that's a part that's, that's a part of my story you know so mary in latin right is the is bitter one kim is gold or kaikim is needle right because i'm named after the biblical version mary and i'm named after my father's first love like, I think I've always lived this life of, like, I've lived into this life of being, like, a celebrated and contested or conflicted figure, right, in the world. Mary Kim Lan Nguyen, like, with all, with all the etymologies, right, is that, like, there's a lot of richness inside of me. There's a fertile field inside of me. And touch me the wrong way. I will prick your skin and make you understand that I bleed red, just like you. Um, I come from, I am, you know, I come from dragons and fairies, right? Um, who united and made life together. Like, I'm the settler on Dakota Anishinaabe lands, right? Um, who's passed, who has the sacred task, right? Of being able to retrace my steps as a Viet person, right? As a Viet body, right? On Dakota Anishinaabe land, whose people here have been here not as long. I'm going to go, I'm going to breastfeed real quick. Um, yeah, I'll turn off the video. Okay, you can't see me, right? Okay, cool. I'm gonna feed this child. 
you know, I am mother of Stokely and Bolden. I am comrade sweetie to Typhi. I am Genmui to my siblings. I love the word Gen. Who taught me that first? I think it was definitely people within the vSAN network. Before it was vSAN, it was just like... Proto vSAN. It was proto vSAN. Um, before it became the name of vSAN, I think somebody in, you know, had, had they, them, and Gen. And I was like, that is effing brilliant, right? And um, I'm, I'm older, I'm 40 now. Um, and so there's, you know, the, the, the time period in which I grew up in, right? It was different. And so um, I had to really fumble my way. You know, it was 80s and 90s, uh, early 2Gs, me coming into my being, right? And so I just, like that whole concept that seeds, Southeast Asian diaspora project has, like around fermented feelings, like our own little version, our own sacred task or our own sacred space would be Genmui, you know, like this place to kind of unpack a lot of the things that have been sitting inside of us, right? Mixing in with like other elements, right? That we've gotten from the outside world that we've absorbed. Um, so I'm Genmui. <laughs> and quick thing, uh, just for me and the listeners, Jan is lime, right? And Mui is salt? Yeah. It's Jan lemon. Okay. So Jan is both lemon and lime, mm-hmm. right? So make lemons out of lemonade. Um, and then Jan Mui is like a very particular drink, right? Yeah, that's right. Where like you salted something. You, you purposely salt. Yeah, you, you let salt and sugar and Jan sit together, right? And you just let it be and you let it kind of mix in and stew, right? And infuse with, with it with each other, right? Oh man, I am owned by Fan and Tan's kid. I am so much like my my mother and my father. It's ridiculous. Um I am I mean, my mother is like a firebrand, right? She is everywhere and nowhere. She is she's a bumblebee right like she would um you know we growing up since seven years old my parents had a bunny shop they opened up the first bunny shop in the twin cities and they make bread right and you know immigrants that maybe have been colonized right or were in colonized in their countries by france uh by italy um we've gotten used to eating bread, French bread, right? And so my parents, um, you know, since growing up, I just remember my parents, like, er, you know, uh, they would travel or they would like follow the migration patterns of populations, right? Immigrant populations in the Twin Cities, particularly African and Asian um, and Southeast Asian in particular. We would, I remember being young and um, I would, follow my mom's tracks right my mom set up these accounts and I would go to Richfield you know to Asian Pacific the Khmer own family store I would go to the West Bank and deliver bread to the Red Sea and you know to all the African stores and then I would go to and I still we still go to Brooklyn Park and uh deliver to those to um to the folks there MC Noodle Golden Lion you know Sun Foods Dragon Star BP and then we and then we'd be in St. Paul, right? I'm still delivering bread here. And then we used to deliver at Eat Street too, Jungtan, where um, I think the only uh, plant-based like medicine keeper was right. But Ong Jungtan, Bak Jungtan died. Um, I think about fifteen, no, thirteen years ago, over thirteen years for sure. And so that's something that we're definitely missing, right, in our ecosystems are the people who are keepers of our plant-based medicines. Um, I'm like, damn, I wish I wish that time theft didn't happen, meaning that our attention, right, wasn't so fixed on the wrong, not the wrong things, but the things that we're going to, that we're going to slow down, right, this, 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 um, or that's going to derail us from um, what we're supposed to be doing, which is 
following the ins original instruction as what like Anishinaabe would people would call it, right? And you could you could read that in the seven fire prophecies, right? That there's an original instruction that we are supposed to be following, right? One that is aligned, right? Um, one that will help return us to right relationship with the planet and all the living relations on her, right? Um, because I wasn't, I didn't know how to, I didn't, I was looking the wrong direction. I didn't know how to look, right? And now that I know the value of what Bakintan and others, right, were trying to pass down to us, I couldn't, I didn't know how to take it because of the white supremacists in me, you know? Um, now I just like, I just feel like I'm in catch up mode or, there's like this fertile field of undiscovered or underdiscovered knowledge, right? That I have to retrace back to and reclaim and recover for the sake of the next generation and the next generation of Yips, right? Um, lately, I've been thinking about this idea of, I mean, I didn't even finish who I am yet, but I guess you could just jump, right? Because like I get my mama and she's amazing. She's energetic. Like her, she just like, her man, when she comes into the room, right? She's just sunshine yellow, right? Um, and my dad is really calm. Uh, my dad is a deep listener. Um, my dad is really gentle. And um, I'm telling you all the good things, right? Okay. Thank you. Come on, gone. You see him? Uh, yeah, beauty, musician in, in the making. Yeah. You know, you know, Libras love music. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Music and dancing and celebration. Yeah. That's right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Eh. 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 Eh.
you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a, a particular way of or orientation that we're supposed to adopt, right, in order to survive um, late-stage capitalism. And what they do kind of stands against that. It's really indigenous. Like it is really like about sitting in circle. It's about talking and it's about um, and, and it's about honoring the principle of like if it's the, you know, if it is if it is the right work, well, you have every right to do it, but it's also like there's always enough time to do the right work, right? And that you have to ask yourselves, like in the in the pace of change, like you have to ask yourself, well, how do you grow a tree from an acorn? Shit takes time. It takes practice. In context. <laughs> it takes rep. And environment. Context and environment, right? And And if you look at what like an acorn does, an acorn to an oak tree, like all it is doing, it's unfurling it itself, right? To live out the purpose that it always has been. And that's like us, right? And so I, if I, as in, in my 40s, now I'm 40, right? I've hit like a milestone, like I'm reflecting on that unfurling and love unfurling and love unfolding, right? And so I love, like, I just, I love that you said that because I'm like, oh, that shit was, some Gracie Bog shit. Like we dug up in our little one, you know, one mile deep, one one inch wide and one mile deep, and we found each other there. That's beautiful. It is. And um, I think I this 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 came to be, right? Because I asked you about um, your thoughts. Right on the need for us to have a local, a localized space, right, where we could breathe on each other, we could hug each other, we could bring food together, we can bring food to each other, right? We can meet our elders and our family members and be in relationship with one another and build a village, right, that could help facilitate the change and the transformation that we long for, right? that we honestly can't do alone as individuals online. That's right. You know, and so when I asked you, I was like, you think we, we need, you think we, uh, how do you feel about VSAN, you know, Vietnamese Solidarity Action Network? How do you feel, how do you feel about that kind of vibe, right? Being rooted, being seated in our ecosystem, right? Or, or how do you feel about VSAN propagating because it's grown? It ain't no seed. It's been growing. It's been growing for over 10 years, right? And now it's fruit up. It's been a mycelium network. It's been a bunch of cicadas, right? And we are now rising up in the million. Or we are mushrooming and floof. And we are fruiting up like wild mushrooms all over the place, right? And so maybe it's not about seeding, but maybe it's about propagating. Yeah. In Minnesota, in the Twin Seas context, on Dakota Anishinaabe land, are we ready to propagate? Right, some socialists, some left, some loving, loving Viet energy, Viet people aligned with the way of the heart. Are we ready to create our own community practice here? Right, where we can locate, where we can grow into, where we can unfold, whatever. Right, where we can really understand the texture of our talk. What is the texture of our talk? We talk about land back. We talk about abolition. We talk about liberation. What is the texture of our talk? as Viet body people on Dakota and Anishinaabe land benefiting off black labor. What are you going to do with that? And so I'm, I get to be a bumblebee, you know that. So I'm in relationship with, uh, with a bunch of y'all, Alex Ngo, right? Who just got the young guy, the young, young dude just got suspended high schooler from Creed Durham Hall, right? Uh, launched a historical, because you know about Creighton Durham Hall. That's where the St. Paul's first family went. It's hella elite, right? Alex Ngo, a Viet kid, a Viet youth. Um, he was a part of him and the homies in his high school. Um, they they launched or um, they organized a walkout at Creighton. And um, I mean, Creighton. Do you know anything about Creighton? And, and like Only what that's no, I don't know entirely. I mean, it's it's just, and I think we could just say real simply because I don't want to I don't want to give it too much time, right? But it's like part of the elite status quo, right? Yes. 
and um, a lot of money concentrated. Uh, very well, uh, financially wealthy network, right? That's nested within that school. And um, so clearly, if you have, in order to protect that financial wealth or that wealth or that rep or whatever they got, right? That up completely upholds like a, a, a white supremacist capitalist heteropatriarchal, right? Like institution, um, system. Sorry, I'm so distracted right now because I have, and I'm smelling some poop. So we got Alex Snow who, um, you know, who has, has, who dared to wage campaign, right? Um, that has never, that has never been done before with inside of that institution, got suspended, right? And then, um, launched another walkout, another protest, right? To protest their suspension. Um, and I met Alex. I know Alex because Alex goes to my church at St. Columba, right? And a few years ago, I had did a workshop when Alex was really young, right? Alex is 17 now, but I think Alex was like 13, 14 at the time, right? And, um... And I remember going through the uh, the Viet unit or the um, Habit Jung timeline, right? The Viet timeline. And, um, you know, we were doing some other exercise and he remembered that, right? And he like, he like messaged me on Facebook and he was like, hey, do you remember when you did the thing, right? I need your help now. Do you think you could come? And, you know, and I'm like, bet, yes, right? Um, Nguyen Gun, uh, the, the, a mama just like me, my age, my generation, right? Who works really deeply with our Viet elders, right? Our Viet elders who are like actively in the process of trying to heal and build community amongst themselves, right? Like she's got a really, a lot of really beautiful stuff or the, the elders, you know what I mean? The ones that, the space that I try to always invite y'all to, that I try to invite y'all to. Um, they're about to launch a zine actually. It's called Elder Joy, and it's it's Frogtown Rondo elders. You know, Frogtown or Rondo, it's like historically Black and Southeast Asian uh, for the most part. Um, they're gonna be um, so there's there's gonna be a zine, right? That um, answers two questions, or answers actually the main question of like, well, what um, what does joy look like to you, right? It was interesting actually processing that with the elders because it, it reminded me of like the interview that Asada Shakur had with like a reporter, right? When the reporter, okay, when the reporter asked, what's freedom, right? And then Asada laughed and Asada's like, oh. I was like, I don't know what freedom is, but I know what freedom isn't, right? And so we processed that. They didn't know how, we, we processed that, right? And after we processed that, you know, I started getting, um, like, texts from Maktan, you know what I mean, who texted me her cat, Tiger, and he's like, this is Tiger, I love him, you know, and, and um, you know, showed me, like, they, their task was to go take pictures, right, they were, they were supposed to take their camera, and we are going to give them disposal cameras, but we learned that some of the elders, like, their kids have bought them iPhones, and so they got, like, hella super slick cameras that they can use and send me photos digitally, right? But yeah, these elders like created this beautiful art is, is in the process of creating this beautiful zine. And there's this black artist named Sydney Sydney Latimer, right? Who's like kind of pulling it together. And um, on the black elder side, I connected her to an elder in my neighborhood, a black elder in my neighborhood, jo, uh, Jolie Mason, right? Um, I can't speak to that that part as much because Sydney kind of took that on, right? After I made the connections, and then I just focused on the Viet elders, but. Um, I love what's gonna come out. Like there was a lot of pictures of, of flowers, right? Huamai and other things. Like, and remember back in the day, you know, when we were just like, like back in the day, and I don't know if you experienced this because me and you are a different generation, right? And so I remember we used to make fun, like the, the young kids who were really aligned with the, white supremacy way of thinking, right? Like mindset. We used to make fun of people who used to, and we, you know, who used to pose next to flowers. And then we would pose next to flowers in parody, right? So, so we, so it used to be that we made fun of people who were juxtaposing themselves next to the softer things or soft or, or nature things. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
I just remember being like doing like doing those things or being made to do things when I was little, right? And then kind of like not understanding it, and also like we would do parodies of like being posing like next to plants. Yeah, it was like quote unquote like FOB or whatever, right? But then in 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 later like right now, like I'm like damn like the posing like look at our sacred relationship to plants like look like look at the way that we the fact that a lot of elders like they they gave us a lot of pictures of the plants like different kinds of plants like it it gave me um i don't know it's teaching me something about indigenous or our sacred relationship right to um a relative that we've been overlooking for a very very long time and how i couldn't see and i, I didn't know how to see right um the beauty and the excellence you know what i mean that our elders have always been trying to communicate and i do now right and so that work is invaluable that work is necessary that is actually a sacred task that we have right as uh you know as people who are on colonized turtle island and particularly in minnesota right where we are the we are we call home right the home of the keepers of the seven fires and so there's this there's this um, responsibility, you know what I mean, that I feel like I'm I'm supposed to hold, right, um, alongside the multitude, alongside my Viet multitude, right, of following um, the path that has been outlined by the Ojibwe or Anishinaabe people, that that the 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 path that they have they have outlined for us, right, um, which is doing the work to retrace our steps, to find what has been left behind, right. Oh, what happened? Alma, Alma. Who is that? Aya? Where am I at? You asked me some, or you know what? Let's go back to like this idea of like grounding, like, because I've been, we, you know, Twan and I have been talking about what, is, what would it be like? What if we had, what if Twin Cities had a unity chapter? You know, and it's been, this is a year's worth of conversation, years worth of conversation, because in, in, in my assessment of our material conditions, right, um, we need it. Like right now, my current assessment is that we really need it bad, but I'm 40 with two little ass kids, right, um, and aging and like an, uh, a grandmama with, with dementia, newly diagnosed dementia and some aging parents. So I'm in a different position and place, right? I'm here to embrace a lot of tender work that will be invisible and not sexy and slow and quiet. And I need time to do that because that's my work. That is my charge. I know that, you know, um, and that I want to follow and I want to support and I want to feed and give money and resource a crew of folks who have more capacity than I do right now to move a political project forward that can help offer some medicine and some um, clarity, right? To people, be it people who are looking for a space like this. And let's keep it real, since the 1930s, right? With facts, social movements in the United States have, and in the world have always been led by young people. I'm sure even earlier than that, but 1930s, recorded facts the union organizing that our young people did like that was i think that was the grounding or that was the emergence of like this um of what what the organizing trajectory is right now right when you know the prophet in the seven fires of the anishinaabe teaching right had said that the prophet that's going to come is a young person with strange light in their eyes and i'm always wondering like is that like because we're always on Zoom? You know what I mean? Or online and that's the strange light. But it's young people. So I'm really clear. What my sacred task is, right, is to follow younger the younger generation, which y'all think we need to go. So now I really want to hear from you, right? Or what is emerging from you when I ask the question, right? You know, can we and should we have a bit unity chapter here? where we get together, right? And we create our own little maroon society where we become each other's release valve and deeply space and medicine 
and political education um, strategy, offering assignments, taking assignments, and then re-entering this extractive economy, right? Um, that 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 consume, you know, that subsumes us. Is that word subsume? I don't even know if I'm using that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absorbs us. Absorbs us, right? And then we inject that clarity and the sharpness and the decisiveness. And we bring people along. We welcome people into the regenerative, into the new world. Because I'm, I'm chilling here. You know what I mean? So I always try to pull me back. And I'm like, I love you. Right? Thank you for minimizing the threats that are happening in our community. But I got children's books I got to translate. I got beer words I got to plaster all over the... You know, I got I to gotta wage struggle with my kid. Who's fighting me to with the nail? Where am I? I got distracted from it. Um, oh yeah so maroon space i i need this maroon space and i'm looking for people who are looking for it too it's just time like i've been it's a task that i've been putting off for too long i think we've been needing it and i think when alex hit me up as a high school student right i was like damn that put some fire on my butt I'm like, how many more Alex Knowles? How many more MKs? How many more G's? How many more Huang's? How many more Nick's? How many more Wang's? You know what I mean? Like, are out there, right? Looking for a home that offers them what a maroon society can offer. So that's where I'm at. I feel you. Big, complicated, evocative feels. Mm-hmm. And I'm really... Um, I'm grateful that you were able to uh, to unfurl, go back to that, unfurl this blueprint of where you'd like to be and just just assigning very vivid and um, striking colors and textures to this, this blueprint and knowing very well that where I'm at, I want that. It's, it's a, it's, oh gosh, yes, a maroon society for, for, for us. To, to get started to start locally locally that's right hmm well then i would have to resp respond with like since this is this question is spawning from um viet unity an existing viet unity group under that banner that's based in the west coast right no no well hold on a second. Oh. all right before i deny things Wait, am I am I on video? Okay. No. Cause, all right. And I gotta I gotta clean a butt. Gotcha. So you'll hear the ambiance of wet wipes and diapers. I love it. <laughs> You're really giving my my podcast a signature, MK. Real um, market diversity. We are laying down horizontal in the bed. Would he like it? But yeah, I actually would still love to hear more, Tree, about just your thoughts on like grounding a space where um, we are nourishing each other as Viet, as Viet left, as Viet leftists. Earlier, so I only brought up the... Uh the context of, of Viet Unity since it's the, the banner from which we are spawning this idea, right? This idea of the maroon Viet society in, in Minnesota, Makoche. And I, and I, I do that because of material conditions and form, what kind of direction we take and what uh, forces are imposed, being posed on us as we try to design that such a space. And so when I brought up that Viet Unity is like a West Coast thing or a coastal thing. You said it's not. So would you care to clarify that? No, I, I, I'm sorry about that. I, I did have a visceral reaction, right? Because I feel like I'm Viet Unity in Minnesota, Makoche. Um, so my relationship to Viet Unity in 2009, 2010, after um, Tuan and I had met, through uh, multiracial uh, black indigenous Latin or black and brown centered organizing, right? Uh, two Viet's in the space, right? We met each other, um, clicked, um, and 
you know, I think like at the time, I mean, it was such a different time. It was like over 10 years ago. There wasn't a lot of, we, we really like had to find each other, right? We were, many of us were embedded in um, struggles, right? Non-alumnabiate struggles, right? Supporting uh, and doing a lot of solidarity work and slowly and surely, I mean, clearly we needed a space like this. And actually, let me just say this, Viet Unity started in 2004. It did start in the Bay Area, right? With Kan Pham, who is now um, a representative in Washington State, um, and Hai Bin, and Thuy Kiang, and um, Carolyn Tran, who's right now running for um, city council in New York. Um, Tony Nguyen, who um, made a lot of really important videos, right? Uh, for our Viet Left ecosystem or community. Um, they formed Viet Unity. Uh, and then I think it went dormant for a while. And Tuan, after meeting Tuan, Tuan got all, a bunch of us together. Gurung Burung, right? Um, I don't know where Gurung is right now. But I don't, I don't think Gurung is in Cali right now. But Gurung Burung and Kan Pham and me together, right? Like, and we called it Viet Unity 1.0 and Viet Unity, you know, like, or we just were like, oh, um, because there was an interest in like having the space emerge again. And so me, I remember meeting at like one of those like internet cafes back in, like with the bubble tea and like lots of really cute things around it and like snacks. It's like a gathering place for like young Asians, like in Chinatown. Um, we gathered there and we started talking and um, that was like the beginning conversation of creating, like reigniting or waking up, you know, a dormant Viet Unity. And so in 2009, 10, um, we formed, you know, like in the Bay Area, Viet Unity, Bay Area chapter, right? Or not chapter, but it was just Viet Unity, Bay Area 2.0. And I think that has grown Viet Unity has like, there's like a Viet chapter, or there is a chapter in um, Cali. And um, in this past 10 years, right, that we've been doing a lot of like deep in the soil, invisible organizing, right, building, uh, not invisible, but like at least just invisible to many people, but maybe not the people involved, right? Um, like from, I think, that unity was kind of a starting place, or maybe it wasn't a starting place, because we can even go argue back that the Union of Vietnamese was could have been the starting place, right? It is the starting place, but we're going to call that the starting place. The one that um, and his friends created, the space where um, in the 19... late 60s, 70s, right, all those university kids, or all those Viet kids who got, who came here before 75 because they were in university or like Viet young people who um, were aligned with the way of the heart, right? Who had a different politics than what was the status quo, like rising up and and and, and forging um, like a space called Union of Vietnamese, right? Like, that's kind of our origin story. So Viet Unity, I think, comes from there. So I guess, in a sense, like, there was a lot of, like, energy and momentum and emergence that came out of the West Coast first. But I wouldn't say, you know what I mean, that that's just, Viet Unity is just a West Coast thing. And that's just not our context. Like, I think we have to interrogate that a little bit more. Uh, I do, too. I do, too. I, which is why this podcast exists, for one thing. And even though it's it's certainly not that the uh, the locus of or the lo yeah the loci of Viet Union energy however you want to describe it isn't just in the West Coast. Even today with VSAN, you there's a strong the reason why I made this podcast and have frustrations with any kind of of uh, emancipatory projects in the states is that it's also coastally hegemonic so to speak centered mm -hmm. in in the coast because the coast is are where all the big 
the businesses are, the, the corporations that we got to dissolve, all the cosmopolitan energy of like, oh, these are the, the coasts are where all the, the global cities are at, where people hub around and like there's more of a there's the sexy factor, not unlike um, flyover upper Midwest. And and so even as we assert ourselves as Viet folks in many Shota Makoche or um, other parts of the Midwest <clears throat> that our, our assertions are and how we present ourselves, advocate for ourselves is dialed down in comparison to the very loud, not loud in always a bad way, but like the, the much more big, the much more big and, and eye-catching and attention-grabbing essence of, of the coast um, in whatever, to what extent that matters, maybe I'm, I'm, as a youth who only had so much life experience to know, like, I could say, think things in my brain, have conjectures, but applied in real life, how much are these really obstacles? Maybe I'm the one. Oh, yeah, let's talk, let's, let's, let's dig into that a little bit more. Um, so, uh, another, like, if you look and timeline, like, I, I think about what happened here, justice for Jamar. And I remember, damn, I remember, it's crazy. I sometimes, I gotta stop saying I feel like the Forrest Gump of things, because, like, Forrest Gump as a narrative was trash. Um, no, I just, I remember when when Jamar Clark had passed, and he was murdered. And I remember um, us mobilizing there, because we were just, like, we were, we were actually going through together like a momentum training like momentum is this like I guess particular orientation around movement building and organizing that like really centers like thought production or knowledge production from like people like Francis Scott Piven and you know like other like lefty and you know brilliant white thinkers right but um or just brilliant thinkers but I just I look at momentum's like curriculum and I'm like that's a lot of white thinkers you know, but anyway, so um, we had just gone, you had just gone done with momentum training, like a bunch of us. Um, and we heard about Jamar, it was like a few miles away. So all of us, like, I remember um, all black folks um, who were actively like working on police abolition work, like they were, they huddled in a space and other all were welcome, but I was like, I'm be it. Let me give folks space, right? So I didn't, I didn't go into the room. And then we, people emerged out and we all like took direction. We mobilized over to the precinct, right? And then um, we held ground. And then there were some folks like Namisha and Candace and all them. They were just like, fuck it. We're going to sit inside of the hallway, right? That entranceway and block it. And they did that and they stayed, right? And we were like, ooh, I don't know. You know, every people were like, ah. Uh. But they took, they, they stood their ground. Young folks, younger generation folks stood their ground. I mean, Bolden, Stokely was just born, you know. Stokely's at the training, he's all little, you know, a few months old. So I was like, I'm not the one to sit in that precinct right now, right? And so folks decided, they're like, we're going to quick strike the way that Erica Huggins calls quick strike. Okay, this moment is thrusting my body and my brain into a particular style of leadership. I'm going to do it. I'm going to strike. I'm going to strike with my body or not. And so they chose to strike with their body, right? And then the people, the people saw it, right? We saw it. The people saw it. And then, you know, shit. Food came. Blankets came. Socks came, right? Like all this stuff to support the people who are holding the direct action, right started coming and then all of a sudden an encampment outside the precinct right emerged then you go then you go to Philando 2014 right and what do we do 21 day encampment right outside the governor's mansion right George Floyd George Floyd Square still exists still stands so there is um there is a sacred task and responsibility that we are thrusted upon as people who live on Minnesota Makoche, who live in the Midwest, who live in the home 
place right now, right? That the keepers of the seven fires, right? Who told us what's going to happen, right? The Midwind Lodge stays, is, it is here, like literally physically, right? And so there is a special, there is a, a, there is a sacred task that we are supposed to hold as people who are on this land, everybody, be it monk, what, whoever, right? And that is each one of our tasks to go retrace our steps and to pick up what has been left behind, left abandoned, left for dead, left disappeared, right? Recover that and, and use that, right? For us to help us return to the original instruction, right? Which is to return to right relationship with the planet and all living relations on her. You know, um, and that we are supposed to engage our elders. But when we, when we engage our elders, we will find that some of our elders will misguide us. Some of our elders will be silent, right? Some of our elders will be silent because no one has asked them of anything. And some will be silent because they, have, they don't know what to say. And that we have to be very careful the way we engage our elders. And that's why I'm in practice with Nguyen, right? And really connecting with these elders who, who have, have, have intentionally or explicitly make explicit commitments towards healing, right? And creating a healing community amongst themselves. Um, and that's why I'm practicing and learning how to listen, right? Differently. Um, what else is happening? And then the light-skinned race, they have their own cast, right? If either they join, oh, and that there's going to be a new people that emerge, right? And it's usually, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's all the colonized people. I'm assuming that it is like a really, I think a really appropriate or perfect living embodiment or not a living, but a, an embodiment, right? Of that seven, of that task within the seven fires was the Rainbow Coalition, Fred Hampton's Rainbow Coalition, right? All power to... Age, all power to yellow people, all power to black people, all power to white people, all power to indigenous black people or Latinx people, right? No power to the police, right? And so, and when I, I remember when, because you know, VSAN, like the name VSAN or the umbrella or the, um, the container, right? That we named VSAN, right? That emerged, right? After George Floyd, right? So when we're talking about, and that, for me, I've always seen um, VSAN or, and, you know, folks who are in VSAN, like, they actually would look, like, I, I think the, um, like, what you're saying, like, there's a couple of things going on, right? Because, and I say all of these things that I just said is because, like, it's, it's no coincidence that all this shit's popping off, right? Like, in the Midwest in our place, right? It's no coincidence that that's popping off and that we the home of the seven fires, keepers, you know? And so there's actually a, 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 like a, an imperative for us to organize what Stokely Carmichael would say, quick, fast, in a hurry, right? To create a space that we can sharpen our analysis so that when we show, and that we can sharpen our skills Right. And that so that we can create those so that we can practice into what does TJCA, what does abolition, what does Lampa, what does all of these things mean? Right. All these key social movements that, that we are tasked, you know what I mean, to um, to align with, like, what does it mean for Viet people? Because there's a fertile field of organizing I could do at the church and the temple. There's a lot of people looking for us and I don't have. The only home that I can offer is is me, but I want to offer something more because I can't. I'm in. Not, I'm not in the place where I can give my time like that, right? And I, I'm like, I need a collective. It is like for my survival. I would die if I don't have a collective locally. You know, like I need you. You know what I mean? Like I, I just need you and Denise and. And all the people's like we just gotta struggle with each other, Balfi, all our folks, right? Just a space, and you know you could choose your level of participation. Just like you know, these saying I'm I'm pretty passive. I listen, I learn, and I 
and and I take what I've learned and I try to like practice and apply it very quietly in my own context, right? But I actually am craving a space for other local Viets who are practicing in our own, our own context, right? The points of unity, the values and the principles that have been outlined over time, right? By some Viets who've been thinking about this shit for a long time, who is now, you know what I mean? You know, like, um, and all VSAN is, it's like, it's just a container that has been holding a well of knowledge that's been collected over time and usually volunteer time, time that we have to fight for because neoliberalism is real. That shit has been what we've been inside of for at least 40 years. So that's, that's a feat, right? And I'm gonna tell you that maybe it feels like the coast, right? There's more voices or there's just more, like they, they it, it feels like they might be, it's like the, um, their approach is hegemonic. It might feel that way, right? Maybe it is, maybe not, I don't know. But all I know is Viet Lead and where Viet Lead came from, or when Viet Lead was part of BPSOS, right? They've been laying out work. They've been doing the work. They created, they're like, we're going to create this one inch wide for Viet people and we're going to go mile deep. And that's the same thing that happened in the coast. You know, and then Mekong is there, right? So it's just like there's been political spaces political projects, right, that have been created, right, so that our people have a home, right, to have a, you know, to, to liquefy and build back new or build and reconstruct. We don't have that yet here in, 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 in Minnesota. We got the sea project, we got, we got multi, you know, Viet's kicking it with other non-Viet's trying to do things. Right now, what I desperately need is Viet people carving a space for us so we can figure out our own shit. And it has to be local because I'm really trying to figure out the texture of our talk. And and I, I need this. I need you and I need others because Stokely needs you. Bolden needs you. Our next generation needs us and they need us to create something. Start something today so that they got something to inherit tomorrow. They got they have a, a clear lineage that they can continue. And that we disrupt this 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 funky time thefty and all roundabout process. Right, a fumbling towards liberation. That we carve it out a path. So that's that's been what I've been meditating on, you know. I mean, everybody has their everybody has to do that. And as people who have been materially could like position who are in um who have been positioned as bodies here, that's that's just our task. So I'm trying to I'm looking for the people looking for me, right? Somebody who's just wanting to figure out what, you know what I mean? What are we trying to embody? What are the reps that we can start now to get towards embodiment, embodiment of the regenerative economy? Right? Managing a home, managing a space, you know, managing life with sacredness and care, with deep democracy, with cooperation, with regeneration. That's it. Simple. <laughs> That's it. Thank you for my babbling, for listening to my babbling. <laughs> Thank you for offering what you call babbling, <laughs> this high value babbling to um, the space and your needs and, and openly sharing what your needs are because there are plenty of people, as you say, who share those needs as well echo those needs, me as one. Okay, yeah. he just got done nursing.
I'll let you see the cuteness. Oh, wait. Yeah. For the audience, Bolden is in like a like a still frame of with your dancing with the head to the side, but but sleeping. So, yeah. Okay, love you, Chi. I'm gonna go. All right. My battery's like at four percent. Got you. Thanks, MK. Have a happy birthday. Thank you, I am yeah. Yeah.